2: and I'm Kirsty Kahl. Together we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea
1: to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Hey Kirsty. Hey. If I said Bubba, Babette and Bubbarina, what
2: would you say? I would say Lindsay Leslie must have spent a lot of time catching frogs because that's what she names them in her book, Dusk Explorers. This stunning collaboration with Ellen Rooney is a story of outside adventure and wonder. I love the luscious language in this book.
1: Can I read a little? Yes, please do.
2: Wishing for firefly catchers who love to fling their nets into the dimming sky sprinkled with diamonds and watch their jars glow to the soundtrack of thrumming cicadas.
1: So incredibly beautiful. Lindsay is such a wonderful writer, and I cannot say enough about Ellen's beautiful art that captures so much energy and playfulness and magic. We have both of them here today to shed some light on their creative process behind this enchanting book. Let's talk.
2: Lindsay, what inspired you to write this book? (laughs)
1: Oh,
3: gosh. Okay. So, literally, what inspired me was I was taking the Picture Book Summit. It's an all day online event before online events were cool. And there was this one course that was led by Julie Headland called The Verse Curse. And I thought, oh, it's probably about writing and rhyme. And I'll just listen in and see what this is all about. And it just blew my mind. She was just pulling so much out of us. And she said, I want you to think back on a childhood memory that could also relate to today's children and kind of dive into that. And seriously, it took two seconds for my brain to go to that time where I spent with my sister and all our neighborhood friends out playing in the streets right in front of our houses and just doing all the games and sharing all the secrets and catching all the toads and the fireflies. And I just thought that was such a magical time. And so that was the literal spark where it came from. But in terms of that time, I just, it was one that felt so unbridled and magical. And I felt like I was building my autonomy and also trust in others and collaboration. So there was just so many things about it that inspired me to write this book.
1: I think magical is definitely a word that Kirstie and I have thrown around talking about this book. You totally captured that in your words. And Ellen, your art is, as always, stunning. Can you tell us a little bit about what made you say yes to working on this project?
0: Sure. The process is interesting because it's so different when you're an illustrator and you receive a manuscript, which is really one of my favorite moments in the process. It's just (laughs) the opening of a present. And I've been so lucky that I've been offered things that I really loved i just fall in love with them so don't tell the people that i'm trying to negotiate my contracts with but
3: usually <laughs> usually i'm like
0: oh i love you know and i and i get all excited about what i'm going to do with it and that was the same with dusk explorers you know i as kim you well know i had finished up the artwork for her fearless run and this was another page street kids book they thought okay this might be a good matchup and when they sent it to me It was something that I connected with because of the same kinds of experiences that I'd had when I was a kid. And I'm the youngest of six. And so we spent a lot of time running around because I was a little, the little one. It really was totally magical. Just fell in love like usual.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This book, I think it resonates with everyone. It really makes me feel like I want to make sure my kids are outside more. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. There's
2: so many perfect things to be doing in this book. All you need is the outdoors. Right.
3: Right. Yeah. You don't have to pay to play. Here. Yes. It is just go out and be. And yeah, I think that this book is a tribute to all of our memories, but it's a call to action for the children. Yes. Because it's still there for everybody to enjoy. And you can have your band of people. I know right now we have a special pandemic time, it's a little unusual. But I still feel that there can be ways to social distance. I feel the outdoors are safer than the indoors, of course. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. But we'll get
3: back to like that's true. Banding <laughs> together for serious, hopefully soon. Promise. I can. I know. Right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> okay.
2: Lindsay, can you give us a look into the writing process of this story? It's just so lyrical. Did it start ah. out that way from the very beginning?
3: Yes, it did. Um, but I can tell you the beginning and the end were terrible. It was <laughs> like an abrupt, like, bleh, and then you got into the good stuff. So when I got into, the, like, longing for curbside, was you know, all of that, it just flowed. I, I really put on my kid goggles, got into my time machine, went back and sat in my kid's self and tried to imagine exactly what I was doing, all the feels, the smells, not the tastes. I wasn't a dirt eater. (laughs) I just was there. It was a movie. It was so real to me and it just, it flowed out. I was working with Charlotte Wenger, a fantastic editor. I mean, she just got this. So we were working on the beginning together and she's like, it needs to be more inviting. It needs to be more lyrical like the rest of the piece. And so does the ending and when I was first writing it, I was wanting to write it from the perspective of the outdoors, calling to the children to come out and play. And I still feel that comes through. But originally, it was more like a one ad that was posted, like a job application. Come and fill this out. That <laughs> wasn't working. It was, No, 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 no.
2: I love the idea of the outside being a character in the book, right. anthropomorphizing <laughs> the outdoors and nature.
3: Yeah, I'm so into doing all that kind of wicky-wacky stuff, but it was not working with this particular book. So when we adjusted it, it just was so much more inviting. It created better page turns. It just smoothed everything out. So the beginning and the ending is where I had to work the most, but the rest of it just flowed.
1: Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And I will second that Charlotte is amazing. She has a way of just getting you to think differently and solve those issues in the manuscript, so... That's awesome. Ellen, so I got to see a bit of the way that you go about creating art for your books when we did an event together for Her Fearless Run. How do you create your art for, especially I guess for desk explorers specifically? I have like a big
0: basket under my desk and as I make the textures and the, I end up with a big pile of paper and a big pile of sketchbooks. My art does get finished digitally so all the final materials that go to the publisher is a digital file. Well, I start with a lot of sketching earlier on in order to figure out all the planning of the book and the compositions of scenes, etc. But when I'm making the final art, it's kind of a sampling process where I create a lot of textures. And for each book, I sort of create like a palette of different textures using different kinds of papers, different kinds of art materials, Like paints, gouache, pencil. For Dusk Explorers, for example, I did, I played around a lot with how it's going to kind of pop out the colors, but have a sense of the darkening world. So I did a lot of working on like a black paper with a more intense color, like a colored pencil or crayon that holds up really well, or even gouache over top so that I had like a sort of a sense of darkness underneath. It's kind of like a collage process that's partially by hand and partially on the the computer once I get everything scanned in. So I'll I'll do a combination of uh, cutting things up and sticking them into my sketchbook as I work on different pieces and then other things I might work on mostly on the computer but using all of that material that I've created.
1: The purple in this book is stunning. It just, oh my goodness.
3: (laughs) The purple is a character. I love it. It's so gorgeous.
1: Was there anything in this particular book that was challenging for you to do artistically? That's a uh, great question.
0: The first book that I illustrated was Her Fearless Run, which is a biography, a 40-page picture book. And so as a biography, it was full of visual research and trying to get a likeness and trying to show a time period and, and so it had a lot of structures to it that I had to try and work within and obviously it had a story that had a very specific character uh, whereas Lindsay's I don't know if I ever told you this Lindsay—but I showed it to my husband <laughs> And he was like, oh, that's nice. That's the text. And he was like, oh, I thought it was like an outline.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: was like, it was like one page or two nice. like or something. And, but, that's uh, so funny. He's like, was like oh, I'll read it when it's the real text. But because it was such a different structure and think, oh, this is going to be easy. Right. <laughs> because, and this one is like, oh, it's totally open-ended. Once we get down to the nitty gritty of the structure it was just a very different structure and how to connect the dots among the different images was a real challenge like for me to figure out was, I had like these diagrams like what was their neighborhood map like how was this you know where was this house where were they going like who's related to who and like <laughs> so it was like who's going to be in which scene I am I probably made it more complicated than I needed to, but it was just interesting to see how, you know, having, you know, having something that's completely open has its own challenges and, and it actually does have like a structure to it or it, it had, we had to create it kind of collectively. And I think that was
2: interesting too. Very. Yeah. yeah that's, that's really yeah. interesting. So we have one more <laughs> question for Ooh. both of you. Um, Let's start with you, Lindsay. When someone reads this book, what do you hope that they feel
3: or learn? I hope that they immediately want to go outside and be called a Dusk Explorer. Yay! That's what I want. (laughs) That's what I want. Just go outside. And just yesterday, there was this sweet girl. um, Her name's Abigail, who tagged me on Twitter And she was doing a reading outside of the book and kind of acting it out as she's going along. That's so cute. (laughs) I was crying. It was just so lovely. So that's what I want. I want the kids to be inspired by it, to be inspired by the beautiful illustrations, the textures that are so inviting and so 3D that they want to just throw themselves into it and go, oh, yeah, I can actually go throw myself into it outside, walk out the door and go experience. Wow.
2: I love that. And what about you, Ellen? It's
3: very much the same.
0: It's, it's sort of an invitation to to activity that is not necessarily structured and directed by by others. It's activity that you create. And I hope it's something that maybe uh, kids and their parents talk about, too, and just in a fun way. Was, you know, what was it like when you were a kid and a fun way where, where they can have, like, common ground.
1: That's experiences. perfect. Experiences. A big thank you to Lindsay Leslie and Ellen Rooney for joining us today and giving us a look into their creative process for desk explorers. Check out the show notes to learn more about Lindsay and Ellen and their other fabulous books. And remember, if you have a picture book that you love and you think we might love it too, send us an email at picturebooklook2 at gmail.com. That's picturebooklook and the number two at gmail.com. Happy looking!